Podmates, this is Ori, and welcome to episode two of OrcaPod, a deep dive into DeFi from the builder's perspective. I'm one of the co-founders of Orca, the most user-friendly DEX on Solana, and this episode will be a bit of a special format. Instead of interviewing a guest, I'll instead be interviewed by my co-founder, Yutaro, who you met in episode one, about an initiative we're especially excited to share with you, the Orca Impact Fund. All right, yeah, so this is the host for today, Yutaro, um, and I'll be introing Ori here. So Ori is a computer science grad at Stanford, and after graduation, you worked at Coursera as a mm-hmm. software engineer. And I think one thing that's interesting about your background is that you have you know, multiple years of experience writing software um, for production systems, but you also have this... Uh, awesome experience as a designer, right? So uh, I believe you transitioned into uh, designing at Button for a few years. And then also recently, you were a designer at IDEO in Tokyo. That's right. Yeah. It's it's actually something that happened quite naturally, where I'd been writing software for a number of years. That was everything I did, undergrad, master's, and my first job. But at some point, I had this revelation that I was plateauing, honestly, as a software engineer. Like I looked at the career paths available to me as a software engineer, like being a people manager or going deeper as an IC technically, and neither really felt right. Like to me, what felt the most impactful was actually being higher up in the funnel when it comes to designing products and building products. I wanted to be part of the decision making when it came to actually, are we making the right product? Not just are we building it to spec, but is the spec something that's actually going to provide real value to people? Because I'd spent plenty of time building products that, no matter how beautifully engineered, weren't ultimately solving real problems or addressing real needs. And so that's how I ended up turning my attention to design when I was working at Button, the startup that you mentioned in New York City. And yeah, since then, it's it's been incredibly rewarding. Like I've always loved actually visuals and aesthetics as well. And so it's been really fun being able to design something all the way from the UX side to the more visual side and actually be able to build it too. Yeah. So I would say that your dual skill set has been incredibly critical for the development of Orca because not only a lot of the front end and also recently you were the one that wrote the yield farming program that we'll be using for our upcoming token launch. But you were also the one that came up with a lot of the really original and innovative ideas for the user interface, such as the fair price indicator, the magic bar, and then even the collectibles. Yeah, it's really been a wild ride. I think we do try to stick to the basic principles of interviewing users, learning from them, and building essentially solutions to their problems. And that's kind of what's led us to where we are today with Orca. So speaking of different ideas that you've come up for the Orca product, I think one of the most exciting ones for us is the Orca Impact Fund. So maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Sure, more than happy to. So when the Orca token is launched, we're also going to be launching a new fee structure. This might sound familiar if you have been following what, what's happened in the past with, say, Sushi Swap. But whereas right now we send 30 bips of every trade to liquidity providers, with our new fee structure, it'll be 25 bips to LPs, 4 bips to the Orca Treasury, 
and one BIP to the Orca Impact Fund. And the Orca Impact Fund will be essentially a DAO that collects all these funds from trading. And at the end of every quarter, we'll donate all the fees in the Orca Impact Fund to a charitable cause. Right. So this is, I would say, similar to SushiSwap in that in SushiSwap, I believe 25 BIPs goes to LPs and then 5 BIPs goes to the SushiSwap treasury. But in our case, we divert one BIP to the Orca Impact Fund. Right. Right. So um, can you tell us more about how you came up with the idea? Sure. So we already talked quite a bit about my personal background. And I guess something that's been true throughout my career is that I've always cared about making an impact in the broader world through my work. And so that drove my decision to work in ed tech originally at Coursera, as well as to work at IDEO, where they prioritize a lot of projects that work in positive impact across multiple sectors. And to be honest, when we started working in crypto together, I didn't see an obvious connection there. But I kept thinking that with all these resources that we have and you know the incredible amount of liquidity that's in our protocol, there must be something that we can do to make an impact on the broader world. And I remember actually at some point in our Telegram channel, there was this one user who would always spam a lot of GIFs. And at first I was a little annoyed, but this user also actually would spam messages like, you guys talk a lot about whales and the ecosystem and you make all these marine puns, but like, what about the real whales? Like, what about all that's going on outside of the crypto world? And, you know, it's like, this, this user has a point, you know, like, here we are, like flip flapping around with our, our whale puns. But I know you personally, Utaro, are really passionate about climate change and want to direct some of your attention there. And so I thought maybe that's something that we can do there, actually. And a learning that I've had from my previous initiatives in my career is that, well, this is just my opinion, but one of the best ways to make an impact is to find a way that makes it really incentive aligned from a financial standpoint. And so one day I just woke up and was like, hey, if we're going to change our fee structure, why don't we explicitly allocate some portion of it to charitable causes? And I just kind of floated the idea with everyone who we work with, with our team, even with our advisors and lawyers. And I was really pleasantly surprised to find that everyone was not only on board, but like legitimately really excited about this cause. And so when we actually are able to bring this to fruition, that's going to be a pretty monumental moment for Orca and our team. Yeah, that's great. I think when we started building Orca, one of the things that we wanted to do was uh, to not raise money too early. And one of the reasons why we wanted to do that is so that we could build a product that really stuck to our principles without having to dilute our vision or our principles for faster growth, for example. And I think that this is a great example of something that we just were able to do based on kind of what we thought was right or not necessarily what we think is right, but what we thought would be the most impactful in terms of how we wanted to see the space change. Yeah, I'm proud that we were able to use that freedom in order to really present our values to everyone involved with Orca. The brand values that we've picked for Orca are professional, principled, and playful. And of course, the second value is what stands out the most here. But 
I think the Orca Impact Fund actually does speak to all three in the way that we're approaching it. We're really treating this as a way for everyone who gets involved with Orca to feel like a part of the grander mission and to do it in a way that I think is inspiring and positive. So how about, you know, I play devil's advocate for a second Mm -hmm. and I say, well, this Orca Impact Fund, this is essentially diverting fees from LPs or to Orca token holders to this public charity as a token holder and LP, I would prefer that money to go directly to me. Why should this be set up this way? Why can't I just take the fees directly? What's the benefit here for me? Sure. So I touched on this lightly already, but the Orca Impact Fund really strengthens our brand and projects our message in a way that long-term, I believe actually gives people more of a reason to use Orca. In our last episode, we talked about the flywheel that's naturally built into Orca, where more liquidity, more trades, more earnings for LPs, and there's that really tight feedback loop. And I do believe that the Orca Impact Fund has been a really concrete reason that's actually attracted talent to come work at Orca. So one of our most recent teammates who joined as an engineer is really passionate about climate change as well. And he was feeling the desire to work on something that felt more meaningful and more impactful. And so when he heard about the Orca Impact Fund from us, it was really like a light bulb going off, right? Like you could see that this is something that convinced him that this is a team that he wanted to work with and a mission that he wanted to be part of. And that's something that really can't be discounted in the crypto space. There's a lot of competition for talent and a lot of competition to stand out as a project. And I think the Orca Impact Fund is something that we would organically want to do anyway, but it also contributes to the longevity of the protocol through the projection and strengthening of the brand. And as we've all seen in crypto, the Lindy effect is not something that should be discounted either. And so anything that contributes to the longevity of a protocol does actually increase indirectly token holders involvement and value. Yeah. And, you know, I could definitely see this becoming an increasing trend. Even if you look inside the crypto markets, you see companies like FTX that are committing to donate some of their profits to public charities. And then even if you look outside of the crypto markets, ESG funds are definitely a trend that's here to stay. So I kind of think that something like the Orca Impact Fund could be adopted more and more with decentralized protocols. And that would be really exciting too. I hope so. Yeah. I'd love nothing more than if other crypto projects kind of took this as a point of inspiration and found ways to incorporate maybe not exactly the same model, although I'd be perfectly happy if protocols do that, but even other creative ways to really think about the broader impact that they can make. Obviously, there's a lot of talk about climate change and green blockchains and NFTs not being climate change friendly, which I won't dive into in this particular podcast. But I think this goes to show that there are ways of being conscious of those conversations in the way that you approach building in DeFi. Yeah, definitely. So with the Orca Impact Fund, when it's actually in production, can you talk a little bit more about Where are the funds going to be directed towards? Who's going to decide that? Sure. So 
we are committed to decentralizing on a reasonable timeline, ideally within three years. And long term, I do expect the decision of where the funds go to be decided by community governance. But in the short term, at least for our first donation, we are planning to donate the funds to a cause that's related to both marine conservation and climate change. And rather than make the decision of the charity entirely by ourselves, we've actually taken this opportunity to open this up to the community and get all of our users and fans involved. And so we're still working out the exact details of how this will work. But essentially, we are planning to narrow down the candidates for the charity to three and then have the community vote on which of the three charities that the funds will go to. And so that's something that I hope all of you will take the opportunity to get involved in. Yeah, I think there's already some precedent for public goods being diverted on the blockchain. You know, we already see that with things like Gitcoin on Ethereum. So maybe we can kind of create a template for others Mm -hmm. to uh, divert some crypto funds to public charities. I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. The generosity of crypto Twitter is actually something that is really inspiring. You know, I've seen and you've seen how if someone's really suffering from a great personal misfortune, crypto Twitter has really saved like families. And it's in a very undirected and kind of anarchic way. Right. But I think that combined with maybe some more directed funds just increases the scope of impact. And so my hope is that I guess I've, I've touched on the talent piece and bringing talented people to work at and contribute to Orca. But I also hope that some traders might choose Orca as a place to trade because simply by making that decision, they can help in a small way to make the world a better place. And Yeah, I think there's no better way to actually increase the scale of impact than to make it almost mindless and not really force people to put in too much effort to making these small pieces of impact that add up over time. Yeah, not only you get to trade on a fantastic user interface, you also get to divert some of your trading fees to public charities. I think that's a great deal. Yeah, hopefully it's both pleasant and you get to feel good about yourself, so... That's two birds, one stone, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. So looking into the future, I think this is something that we want to ask all of our guests on the show. But what are you most excited about when it comes to Orca's future? Personally, I am super stoked to see how we end up innovating on the core AMM. We have some ideas here. And I think we already touched on this a lot in episode one. And I don't want to play our cards too early. But... I think something that's so inspiring about DeFi is the idea that we're really giving people the keys to their own finances, right? Like we're opening up these opportunities for people to really dive deep into and understand money and how money kind of makes the world go around in a way that's more empowering rather than the more traditional financial system. And so part of that is really innovating on new ways for people to deploy capital efficiently and in ways that don't really depend on you being born into a particular position. Like something that I found to be incredibly exciting and also gratifying about being a DeFi builder is that, you know, if you want, you can actually be pretty anonymous or pseudonymous and 
who you are and what you look like are a lot less important than your understanding of what really goes on at the technical level and your willingness to really dive deep and learn. And I think what we can do here at Orca is partially bridge the gap a little bit so that people who are less technical, so to speak, or that there's a lower barrier to, in terms of technical knowledge, to get involved in a meaningful way that allows you to build not only potentially your financial security, but also your confidence when it comes to interacting with DeFi. All of that is potentially pretty lofty and a long way out, but I think it's an inspiring vision. Yeah, I think it's just one step at a time. We've definitely already seen how crypto can break down geographical barriers, right? It's a lot easier to build a world-class crypto protocol, especially on top of a blockchain from anywhere in the world compared to the tech boom from like 1995 to now, essentially, where most of it was centered around San Francisco or the Bay Area. Yeah. I mean, the two of us, I think, were well positioned to build something together in terms of our skill sets, but we definitely didn't have, you know, deep connections or really many shortcuts, I feel, when it comes to building. Like, just the ability to say, we want to do the Orca Impact Fund and be able to just do it is pretty exciting and pretty empowering. And so I guess what I'm most excited for, just to repeat the answer in Orca's future, is to work on this kind of core innovation that opens up more opportunities to more people. Sounds great. Okay, so we'll wrap it up here. Thank you so much for tuning into OrcaPod. Stay tuned for the next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at Orca underscore SO, or you can join our Discord through the link in the show notes. Thanks so much. Bye. Till the next high tide.